Welcome back to the watch list, friends. Thanks for being with us. Time to focus on Bitcoin. Did drop below 20,000 over the weekend. It was a bearish weekend for crypto overall. Here to discuss the recent sell-offs, Ivan Zhang, CEO at Pennyworks, and Michael Eastham, founder and president of Fellowship Financial Group. Thank you both for being with us. So, Michael, um, I'll start with you. After Jay Powell spoke, I mean, we've seen sort of a spin to the downside. It was three days of selling for Bitcoin in the group, and then people started to think it was oversold. Um, what say you, Michael? Well, thanks for having me, Nicole. It's great to be here. You know, it's kind of funny that the uh, the speech just the other day by Chairman Powell, I, I think it's going to be referred to as the short-term pain speech. And I, I'm not sure that everyone was really uh, prepared for it. I mean, we saw movements earlier in the month pushing Bitcoin above 24,000, Ethereum just about 2,000 again. The thing that's interesting is this was, you know, right in concert with many of the stock market indexes. So uh, over the weekend, as you mentioned, we saw Bitcoin drop below 20,000, Ethereum below 1,500. And now we're seeing a bit of a um, of an improvement on the Bitcoin digital asset side. Now, I'm not sure that it's over, but um, but I still think that uh, that these the digital asset and crypto markets are somewhat still tied very tightly to the technology markets and some of the stock markets. I see. Okay, so what do you think here, Ivan, um, as we saw that bearish move? Um, and today, in the last 24 hours, we saw Ethereum 8% higher, uh, Bitcoin 4% higher. Um, trailing behind was Dogecoin, and that was up about 3% higher. So um, certainly did better than the major averages, but now what? Thanks, Nicole, and thanks for having me. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, but I think overall the biggest news to watch for this coming month is the Ethereum merge. It's been a protocol upgrade that's been seven years in the making, and that's essentially going to be able to drive the biggest uh, new adoption that uh, of the crypto ecosystem. It does two major things. The first thing is convert from proof of work to proof of stake, essentially reducing its energy consumption by 99.5%. But it also changes its monetary policy. So it reduces the Ethereum inflation rate by from 4.5% to essentially 0.5%, putting on the same level of uh, footing as uh, gold and Bitcoin. Ivan, so the Ethereum merge is something we have been talking about. Um, I've been talking about that, so I think you're right. The question I ask you as a pro is that, what do you do about it? Do you buy? Do you sell? Do you wait? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Well, definitely there's a battle going on right now. It largely hinges on the Fed, right? So uh, Bitcoin and crypto in general are kind of high beta risk assets. The next coming up data point is going to be non-farm payrolls on Friday. If the numbers surprise to the upside, there might be kind of uh, a rally as a result of the economy not being as bad as expected. If it, if it comes out a much lower than expected, there might actually be a rally because people think, hey, look, that makes it more difficult for the Fed to hike more aggressively. So it largely depends on how the Fed reaction is going to be to the incoming data in the next coming weeks. Uh, if the Fed hikes 75 basis points, it's probably going to be a very bearish signal for crypto and the risk assets in general. But if they somehow try to stay hawkish in terms of their language, but only hike 50 basis points, then that's going to be much more uh, dovish. So on our overall right. long-term view, we definitely think that there's going to be much better adoption as a result of these protocol upgrades, but there might be short-term volatility ahead. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Michael, you agree that if someone is interested in getting into digital assets, they need to educate themselves, much like what we're talking about, something that's coming up. 
people need to know about what's going on in the group. That being said, do you think everybody should have a place in their portfolio, Michael, for digital assets? And if so, what kind, which kinds? Yeah, well, the, one of my biggest concerns is I still feel that uh, I find a lot of people that are that are just simply speculating based on social media posts and bloggers. To me, that's a dangerous game. I feel like if people are going to, if they have an interest in uh, digital assets, they need to they need to educate themselves or get educated by people who do understand the underlying technology and the value that it can provide. So that being said, if you're going to dip your toe in the water, I think it's safe to, to take a, a conservative approach, just like anything. If you're going to diversify your assets, then I think you have an asymmetric potential, positive potential with digital assets and crypto specifically. And um, so you can take a little bit of money and still do very well over the long run. It's just the short term speculators, I think, that are causing uh, a lot of problems for people who are are uh, uninformed investors and are just trying to cross their fingers and toes and hoping that uh, everything's going to work out okay. Right, and and that's to your point too, Ivan. You were saying as long-term um, investor in this group, it, it's good. It, there's good news in the long term, but in the near term, you should expect some volatility and um, you know as Michael was saying the short-term pain of Jay Powell's speech I mean there could be some short-term pain sometimes um, do you like Bitcoin Ivan or do you like some of the other plays whether it's stocks that have digital assets like Square and MicroStrategy and PayPal or do you like going straight to the assets themselves from Bitcoin and Ethereum and Dogecoin or even Coinbase I think in the short term, the, the play here is probably going to be Ethereum, largely because of the merge. Uh, it's essentially unprecedented since mm -hmm. it's the largest uh, proof of work uh, blockchain and it's never had such a large pool of assets switching from one protocol to the next. So in the medium term, I'm, long, um, I'm bullish Ethereum. But overall, the, it, the ecosystem is highly correlated. So essentially, whether you're long Bitcoin or Ethereum, you're probably going to get similar exposures there. So definitely there's opportunities there. In terms of the stocks, yeah. too, I, I would look at yeah. uh, uh, companies that would probably have a lot more cash flow positive uh, kind of uh, uh, characteristics as a result of being able to have more adoption. We've definitely been seeing some pressure on Coinbase as they had massive expenditures as they try to expand many business lines. So if we can see that uh, expenditure come, come in line and have more users and trading fees, then that could be a potentially good play. Uh, we've seen the news okay. that they had the recent partnership okay. with BlackRock, and that's essentially boosted the stock a lot already. Thank you. Ivan Zhang. Pennyworks. Michael Eason, thank you so much. Fellowship Financial Group, thank you both very, very much. Great look there.